0: You're listening to The Science of Superpowers with Tonya Dawn Recklar. Listen here, read the book, and dive into the experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Science of Superpowers. I'm so excited to have you here. And I'm really, really, really looking forward to this show today because this conversation that we're about to have and this journey that you're about to embark on with us is so near and dear to my heart. This is, this is my essence. This is how I, I live in the world. This is how I walk the world. This is how I, uh, this governs everything that I do. And it's this concept of divine design. And we're going to talk today about the brilliance of divine design, because it, I mean, I don't, brilliance doesn't even encapsulate my experience with it, but when you start to see it, you see it everywhere, right? It's like, It's like when you can discern what we talk about when we talk about divine design, and some of you are like, yeah, right on, like you already know what I'm talking about because you can feel it. Others of you are like, okay, well, what what is she getting at? Like, where is this going, right? There's this this kind of sense, there's this connectivity that connects all of us. Some people refer to it as a universal field, you know, whatever it might be that connects into all of us, there, there is this unique design that happens when things really work. Um, it, when when they're lit up, you know, kind of an R dialogue. We talk about, you know, sometimes that they're lit up by spirit. You know, if it's following um, God's plan, if it if it's in harmony with nature, you know, all of those various phrases, we, you know, we've used just to try to wrap our minds around what this essence is when things work. And you know, they work because they're sustainable. They're they're self sufficient. They're self perpetuating. Like there's there's these these dynamics to them. These variables that all kind of get checked off in the process that you don't even have to really think too hard about. And so that's something that we're going to uncover today because our guest today is, is, is knee deep and, and well immersed in the in the art world and in creativity. And, and we see the concept of divine design so brilliantly um, illustrated through art, artistic ex- expression on, on so many levels. In fact, I would say that when one is creating with divine design, it is its own form of artistry. Um, but our guest today, Melinda Har Curley, I'm I'm so excited. She is one of our newer hosts here on the Superpower Network, and she's uh, her show, The Frequency of Creativity, airs over on the Evolution Channel. So make sure that you check that out. Um, and and there she talks all about the importance of not just like uh, using our eyeballs right to look at art, like like and in our minds to assess it, but really getting into the energetics of it and recognizing there's this whole kind of brilliance underneath the surface that she's going to get to illuminate today for us here um, as this conversation unfolds in the the divine design and the creativity that we get to harness within it. So without further ado, I'm going to bring Melinda on the show so you can tell her hello
1: and, and welcome her. Melinda, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. And I love the topic divine design, because it's something I'm interested in as well. And it's so ingrained in creating art and tapping into the energy in order to create divine design. So thank you for having Mm. me. I love that you said that. And it, you know, I would contend that it's
0: what informs all really amazing art, right? Like, like, I think what I'm seeing in, in the more kind of uh, mundane realities is that when that life energy isn't present, it's like, murk, murk, like it just lacks the luster. And so I'm sure we'll dive into that more. But let's start off with our our pivotal question here. What are your superpowers? And how are you using them for good right now?
1: Um, Tonya, my superpowers, probably like everyone, keep evolving and changing as I evolve and change. <laughs> and how I'll answer that is right now in this moment, my superpowers are being able to tap into energy, tap into frequency and translate and bring that energy into the form of painting so Mm. i paint out in nature uh in the appalachian mountains in a state forest and um i my easel is an oak tree that's at least a hundred years old and i have a stump in front of it and i lean my i put my canvas on the stump lean it against the oak tree and very quiet and that's what my superpowers are, clicking into the frequency of the forest and translating that energy into form on the canvas.
0: Well, I'm going to add another one to that because what I've watched emerge in you recently is your ability to take us there and you're just using your voice. And so I would contend that the, that, that frequency that you're able to tap into and that creative essence, like I was just there with you. I felt it. I could sense it. I felt you in it. I, I knew the creativity in that moment. There's something really magical about how your um, your voice is unfolding in this process, which is really exciting for everyone who wants to be able to kind of touch into the art world in, in a live experience, right? In, in a way that makes them feel enlivened, not, not just, you know, kind of more addressing things on the surface. And what we just experienced from you was exactly that, this the brilliance right of divine design and that as it lights you up, there's this transmission of that reality of that um, that level of awareness of that co-creative potential with it that you're transmitting through words now. Um, and, and so kudos and congratulations on that. I'm really excited about everything that will unfold with the show. As we know, you know, we don't just podcast for for the listeners, right? Everybody podcasts because it grows us. Like there, there's this beautiful unfoldment that happens in this process and um, I, for one, am just incredibly honored to to be able to walk beside you as this part of, of your superpower repertoire kind of comes online. It's brilliant.
1: Tonya, thank you so much. And I must tell you, thank you for uh, recognizing that the visual can be created through other means, through words, Mm. and also through speaking. Because I have to be honest, I, you know, took that into consideration because there's not a lot of podcasts about the art world because the art world is viewed as primarily visual and Mm -hmm. it is so much more than that there's as I spoke earlier there's an energy and frequency to art that is such a point of connection and expansion with the art and that's what I'll talk about in my show that the art is so much more than just a visual experience so thank Mm. you for saying that
0: yeah I think it's fantastic And I really, and you're quite welcome. It's truly my honor. I I think what we're seeing is a real emergence of superpowers. And I know some people kind of like, ah, ha, ha, it's a personal development thing, but it's, it's really not like we're very serious about this. Like, like, I don't know if anybody could listen to us for more than a moment think we weren't serious about the fact that we really do think that we have these extra kind of supernatural metaphysical abilities that allow us to communicate in ways we can't even imagine. And so, So the transmission of visuals is something that those in the kind of the woo-woo spiritual worlds have been playing with for eons. We just haven't kind of paired these things up. and I think that that's one of the brilliant aspects of of the design of the network is is part of my guidance was to bring everybody into the same conversation. And and we're starting to see why that's so incredibly crucial, because when we continue to operate in our little silos, we're incredibly limited. it it, it, like I don't know why we would do that and so as we are willing to have these conversations and say I mean for you just to just to propose the kind of query of of, is there a place in the high vibe high frequency conversation for art and and to me it's like I I don't know where else you would put it right like because I don't really I choose not to experience anything except for from that place and I and there's a lot of us in that space and so so I, I dare say that, that you're on the cutting edge of bridging worlds um, that that probably should be bridged. And so so I love that that you're kind of carrying the mantle for that. We're going to jump to a quick break
1: here. Uh, but
0: before we do, I, I know you've already stirred a lot of interest. Where can people go to find out more about you? Where should we send them?
1: Uh, Tonya, uh, just please go to my website, which is my name, MelindaHarrCurley.com. Com, and on there you'll see my artwork, um, my corporate installations, my commission work, and also um, I have. I'm a trained poet, and I write a poem with each painting as well, so that to experience the painting as we were speaking earlier, visually and also through words, that kind of gives. Uh, an explanation or more of an insight of what the painting uh, has captured brilliant brilliant and make sure you go to
0: superpowerexperts.com and check out the evolution channel you'll find melinda's show the frequency of creativity right there so stick around folks when we come back we're going to continue talking with melinda about the brilliance of divine design you're not going to want to miss this stay tuned In step two, you learn with us by watching one of our inspirational videos each week from the IM series. And when you're ready, come grow in community. Our superpower programs offer a unique experience for those ready to harness their superpowers to change themselves, their lives, and ultimately the world. Go to superpowerexperts.com and take the next step on your path today. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to the science of superpowers. and we're talking today with Melinda Har- Curley about the brilliance of divine design. And as we spoke before the break, Melinda is brilliant in this kind of bridging the world between the the high frequency concepts that tapping into that that just flow space, that whatever you want to call it, right? the, the, the inspired space that we that we find so yummy here. and, and making sure that the the lifeblood, I would say, of the art world, is being illuminated for all of us to share, and I think a lot of us stay out of the art world because, because we don't necessarily understand. Um, but but if we're or, or we haven't been schooled in it, or, or it's intimidating, or whatever the case may be for folks, but but we can feel it, right? And, and and I think that's that's a big part of what you stand to to help people see, is that when we are identifying as the highest aspect, we know ourselves to be we sense things and know things about other people's works and 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 other what what other people are drawn into that we can't determine just by keeping things superficial and and so so one of the questions i have for you is that that obviously you have a little bit of a different take on on the art world than than perhaps a, a more traditionally minded um perspective might afford us where did that come from like where why are why do you sit in that gap? Do you know,
1: um, Tonya? I've always, even since I was a kid, just been very interested in energy, and I didn't have the understanding as a child that I do now, and even through um, my career path. I always studied energy. I'm a Reiki master. I'm a Reiki master teacher. I've taken classes with Donna Eden and energy medicine with Eric Pearl, the reconnection and many other energy programs. And as I evolve, my I merged my interest in energy and painting because I really believe that artwork can be a source of healing and that's really my intention and the title of your show involving science and people might think of science and art as being separate they are not and the best example i can think of that is jackson pollock and i'm sure most of the listeners are familiar with jackson Pollock and what are called his drip paintings. So what Pollock did, Pollock was born in the 1900s, and he became popular in the 40s, 50s, and 60s as part of the abstract expressionist movement. So what Pollock did, he had huge, immense canvases. He would lay the canvas on the floor. Then he would take a paint can and randomly, supposedly randomly, walk around the canvas dripping paint. And then he would also throw paint on the canvas. So when people first saw these very different paintings, they were initially dismissed, and then they started to gain respect and popularity. And the reason I'm bringing him up, there's a Dr. Richard Taylor, who's a physicist, and also an artist. He's head of the physics department at the University of Oregon. And he analyzed the patterns in Pollock's paintings and found that they contained fractal geometry. And some of you may know what fractals are, but what fractals are, are repeating patterns. And so what Dr. Taylor realized is that The fractal geometry in Pollock's paintings exactly matched the fractals in nature. So it's here we have a a computer analysis that kind of that proves that this divine design actually exists. And I love the quote by Pollock when he was interviewed. Someone said, how do you mimic these patterns in nature? And Pollock and his fascinating personality um responded, "I am nature."
0: <laughs> which I mean, really, that's we can kind of laugh and we like the eccentrics who dare to step into those spaces, but it's true for all of us. and that's that's a big part of what the superpower experts' world exists to kind of you know tear that veil down a little bit and say look we all have these abilities like whether we choose to hone them or or to kind of disengage from the things that would keep us from exercising them or or leaning into them you know you know that's a very personal choice but it doesn't mean we're not capable of it and um and and when we're able to look at it from that vantage point it, you know it's it's a weird thing to be like when you become not just the, the, the one doing the creating, but, but also that makes you a creator, right? Well, so, so in our world, you know, we always look at what, what do we believe about who we are and what the world is and who's guiding this ship and do we want them to, you know, what, what is it that we believe about our relationship to this vast world that we're in? And we come from that place rather than kind of looking from the ground up going, wow, this seems insurmountable, but if we know ourselves as creators of anything, we start to get that sense of, of, of what we believe to be kind of this spirit endowed, kind of these God-given, um, I was going to say rights, but it's not that, it's just this inevitability of our evolution that says if we, we have these abilities, and and we've played with it, like I said, in business. This is how we design all of our businesses because what we learned early on is that anything that deviates from what I refer to as divine design, and it's, and I get we haven't defined it for you folks. Like I understand that can be frustrating, but part of the challenge in it is there's an essence to it that that makes it so well beyond words. So we could define it and then shove things into the box of the definition, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it meets divine design. No one can mimic what Pollock did. No amount of thinking can create what he would be able to do naturally by moving himself into that identification as the actual essence that creates that naturally that, that's the magic right are we willing to live as the very essence that we call divine are are we willing to acknowledge that we are that and so much more but it, because because re, the reason why we're hesitant to do that is it does put different responsibilities on us Right, we can't blame really anything. We can't we can't look at the world the same way we used to. We can't dive into kind of old, um, lower frequency or denser types of dialogues and try to move through the world in that way. Once we know ourselves to be exactly what 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 Pollock claimed, and I love that you brought it back to the fact that science,
1: you know, you
0: know, isn't this like it's not a it's not a it's not an isolated vacuum kind of sealed concept that gets to operate outside of influence from everything from everything else in the environment and around it um one of my favorite quotes is is thor uh, in one of the marvel movies said your ancestors called it magic but you call it science i come from a <laughs> land where they are one and the same like it's the, when we're willing to I- entertain the idea that nothing's happening on its own that's when we see those patterns but when we refuse even engage in these dialogues and entertain the notion that perhaps this is at the same time bigger and much more simple than we could imagine, then we miss a big part of the picture.
1: Tonya, I love um, everything that you said. And earlier you were talking about divine design and I believe art can, and this is what I'll explore on my podcast on the Evolution Channel. I believe that art can open a doorway or portal to connecting with divine design and bringing it to a more conscious level. So it's very interesting when I talk to artists about energy um, and I have to be honest, a number of artists um, intuitively are able to tap into this energy and then transport it to the canvas. And most of them are not consciously aware of this process. Pollock was consciously aware and there are some artists that are, but most it's an intuitive, what they would view as an intuitive gift and they're really not conscious of it. And then to look at it from the perspective of the viewer of art, I would say most of the people, and again, we're using Pollock as an example, looking at his art, they are not conscious that they are viewing these organic patterns from nature. And I believe that we all on a subconscious level are able to discern these patternings. And perhaps that's why Pollock's paintings um, are so esteemed and so popular. And when Dr. Taylor was analyzing the paintings, they did studies in nature that nature reduces stress by 60%. So that's part of the intention at least of my artwork is that when you capture this patterning and energy and frequency, it has an effect on the viewer that the viewer may not be consciously aware of.
0: Mm, I love that. So well said. Well, folks, I'm, I'm sure that this lights you up and, and the, you can just see the depths of the conversations that are happening over on the frequency of creativity, make sure you go check out that show on the evolution channel. Melinda, let's remind people again, where they can go to
1: find out more about you. Uh, please go to my website. And again, it's my name, MelindaharCurly.com.
0: Brilliant. We'll have a link to that on the episode page. And you can always go to superpower and check out the evolution channel. Well, and I'm so glad that, that we did this and that you came on the show to talk about this. This is, this is such cutting edge stuff of, of bridging those worlds and being willing to paint that picture. And we need those visionaries who are willing to draw the maps. And, and um, it's just been delightful to experience you. And you've really opened my eyes to, to a whole new world that I otherwise wouldn't tap into. And, and for that, I have tremendous gratitude. So thank you.
1: Thank you, Tonya. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, definitely. It was, it was my honor. Folks,
0: we appreciate you listening. We, we love that you're listening to science of superpowers and all of the shows on the superpower network. Um, and, and you know how to, how to join us, right? If you want to unlock your superpowers, just go to the website, superpowerexperts.com and follow the steps. Pretty simple. One, two, three, find out where you are in that journey. If you're tuning yourself to these concepts and awakening to it, then just listen to an episode each day. That, 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 totally changes your perspective on things when you're willing to kind of open your mind a little bit and see a little bit more expansively per, than perhaps your current environment is, is showing you. And then for step two, when you're ready, just join us in the IM series. And that's where you can learn with us and, and watch an epa, a video series, um, one video each week. And those series run for three weeks apiece. So pick a topic that's of interest to you and stay in that, or you can put your email in and get stay up to date with the latest series. And then when you're ready, you'll come grow with us in community. Um, step three of the process and, and engage in one of our superpower programs. But, but it's all there for you to navigate as you will, in alignment with what's in resonance for you. Again, live your divine design, right? Be in that, be, be the creator of your existence and be present to that and be willing to look at the things that that impede you from doing that. And certainly we're here to love and support you in that process. Go check out Melinda's work at MelindaHartcurly.com. And until next time, folks, we appreciate you. Share this with others who are looking for inspiration. And we'll see you again here on the Science of Superpowers. Take care.
1: Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network.